In the museum's collection, we have an Iridium satellite phone, which was used on the first man-hauled sledge trek to the South Pole by two young Sydney explorers in the summer of 2011 to 2012. What is Iridium, other than a metallic element, and how does it work? First, let's look at a bit of history. There has always been a desire to be able to communicate from remote places like the frozen spaces of Antarctica, the deserts of the world, or the middle of oceans. From the earliest days of radio, it became possible to communicate over very long distances beyond line of sight using short wavelength radio signals. Usually, this relied on bouncing signals off the Earth's ionosphere. What's that, you might ask? Well, it is layers of ionised or charged atmosphere high above the Earth's surface, caused by radiation from the sun and is particularly active at times of high sunspot activity. The first notable success of this method of communication was, of course, in the rescue of the survivors of the sinking Titanic in 1912. Until the advent of satellites, this remained the only means of long-distance mobile communication. However, it required larger antennas and needed careful selection of operating frequency, which was very much dependent on time of day and the sunspot cycle, not exactly portable or always reliable. The first mobile satellite service was Inmarsat, established as an intergovernmental body in the late 1970s and is now a privatised British company. It uses geostationary satellites which were about 35,000 kilometres above the Earth's surface. Coverage of this system is affected by geographic obstructions, obscuring line of sight from the satellites, making the surface better suited to ships and aircraft. We are now used to cell phones which have been with us for decades. Wouldn't it be nice to have a mobile phone that could be used anywhere on the Earth? Well, it is now a reality. In the early 1990s, a system or constellation of low-Earth orbit, or LEO satellites, at distances of about 780 kilometres above the Earth began to be introduced. They became commercially operational in 1998. The satellites orbit in about 100 minutes and are only seen by a subscriber's phone for up to 7 minutes. This means that the subscriber's phone has to have a protocol to enable handover to a new satellite as the old one disappears from view. In cell phone networks, the subscriber phones can move around connecting to a nearby fixed base station. In the Iridium system, it's the satellites that move with the subscriber's phone, handing over to a new LEO satellite as it comes into view. The system is operated by the US Iridium Corporation. Why did they choose the name Iridium? It turns out that the theoretical optimum number of satellites is 77, which is also the atomic number of the element Iridium. Since Iridium's beginning, there have been many new satellites launched and many retired. Today, the constellation numbers 66 satellites.